You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. It's bracket season. It is. <laughs> yes, it is. And we have our own bracket going on at Score North. Twitter and scorenorth.com, your favorite Vikings backup quarterback bracket, where uh, Wade Wilson is making a little bit of a run. Sage Rosenfels escaped the first round narrowly. You can vote for your favorite Vikings backup quarterback. I don't think I'm going out on a limb here. I don't. I, I'm, this is probably chalk, but I called the winner of our grittiest Minnesota athlete con- uh, bracket, which was Jim Kleinsasser. Yeah. I'm calling this one, too. It's Gus Farratt. Gus Farratt. Right? Okay. It's got to be Gus Farratt. I think that's correct. Yes. I think Gus is. Gus is. Now, now. so Sage did get by Todd, huh? He got by Bauman? Yeah, it was a close one. You had a lot, a lot of was, a, a late a push one. for Todd Bauman there. All due that respect to our very yeah. own Sage Rosenfelds. I think Gus Farratt is the guy here. Well, two stints and uh, helped save a Vikings playoff run in 2008. Right. Or at least, I don't Until know if he they, helped yeah, save it. but yeah. So they wouldn't play him anymore. Yeah. Uh, so that bracket's happening. Mm-hmm. But the real bracket that came out last night, <laughs> and hat tip to let me let me give proper credit here to Underhill Mayor Underhill underscore Mayor on Twitter, who started this off with about thirty five Twitter followers, and now he's up to three hundred forty four. <laughs> he put together the most annoying people in Twin Cities sports media bracket, sixty four person bracket. That unfortunately, Rami, because he's he's definitely delivered some spicy hot takes I mean, that could classify as annoying. But I feel you're like so I've been new super here. annoying since I got here, guys. I, don't, I, I feel like you're I was still snubbed. too new, though. Still, I guess if I'll, you get if you get snubbed in a year in this bracket, I'd be very upset. I think you're too new still. I think I'll, I'll take the nit bid for this year. For this right. year, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So, Judd, let, let let's start let's start by giving out the number one seeds, and then uh, let's go through some of the Score North personalities and their matchups here. And there is voting; like you can vote on his Twitter account if you want to. But the number one seeds, Judd, are a couple former colleagues, actually multiple former colleagues, all former colleagues of yours: uh, Mark Craig, Jim Suhan, Patrick Royce, and Sid Hartman are the so basically a Star Tribune How did Mark number Craig one seed. Get a top seed, though. I think it depends. Like Mark Craig, sometimes will go political on Twitter. Okay, and so oh. and, he, and he can be snarky. Like I love Mark Craig, but he can. So I can is see this how, is this who's most annoying on Twitter, or who's most annoying? All fa- oh, all this facets. Guy tweeted, this guy tweeted last night that he was weighing in all facets, including Twitter use, as far as trying to determine it. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's. I think in today's media climate, you have to be multifaceted annoying, sure. right? Yeah. You've yeah, got yeah, to be yeah. annoying on all platforms. Yeah, I just wasn't sure if this was across the board annoying or if this was yeah. the most annoying Twitter personality. Well, he told me, I saw in one of the threads, he told me that he thinks I'm going to make a run because I never shut up about Andrew Wiggins. And for me, I mean, I'm proud of that. 
and that I've managed to be annoying on multiple platforms when it comes to my Andrew Wiggins takes. Radio, podcast, uh, sometimes YouTube and Twitter. Like, I'll fillet Andrew Wiggins and beat that dead horse on Snapchat if you want me to. Sure. Anytime, anywhere. Yeah. So, Judd, you are a four seed going up against John Bonus from Twins Daily. I expect to win. Okay. I fully expect that I should win that. Oh, I should win. I should win that. If you win your... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I I was going to say, I mean, John, I don't think John... Now, now John certainly does some work at the other station, and he is is known, but I would be very disappointed if I'm not more annoying than John Bonus. (laughs) (laughs) Your life's work will mean nothing if you're not more annoying than John Bonus. I'd consider it a mighty slight (laughs) if it happens. All right. If you... Okay. If you advance beyond that, then you would play the winner in round two of Paul Charchian uh, and John Krasinski from The Athletic. No, I saw some brackets. I actually saw two brackets uh, in the past couple of days. One last night had me losing in the second round of Charchian. The other one had me um, beating Charchian and then going on. But I wasn't matched up against Krasinski. Some, somebody else did a bracket, and I thought I, I thought I lost a collar in that one. Yeah, well, here's here's one because uh, because Matthew Collar is the eight nine matchup against Jerry Zagoda. Winner plays Jim Suhan if he can beat Tyler Mason. So it could be a Collar Judd Elite Eight or no Sweet Sixteen matchup. Yeah, I'll say this for Johnny. Johnny K does not belong. Now, now he belongs in the bracket. I totally get that. But John, <laughs> he's, he's only mildly annoying. But he's not saying. really annoying. Well, I mean, he does a great job on, on the Wolves. But does Johnny do of, of all of the people? I mean, I annoy you, Phil. Annoy. I get that. <laughs> I couldn't even find the word for how much I annoy. Rami, you like went through four words, and you're like, uh. I was trying to decide which one. Rami, Rami will annoy. Oh yes. I don't, I don't think Johnny K annoys. I I would be very surprised if Johnny got deep in this tournament. Sure. Um, let's see here. Uh, well, I'm a number two seed in this bracket. So you're a two, and you said Judd's a four. Is that right? Yeah, Judd's a four. Okay. Yep. So, okay, on first glance, do you feel like I'm overseeded or Judd's underseated, or are we? I think Judd like might the, be. I think Judd might be a little underseated. I think he's, he's one of the most annoying sports media personalities in town. Because, like, what this is saying is that I'm one of the the eight, one of the most, eight annoying. most annoying. I, and yeah. I would think Judd would be one of the eight most annoying, wouldn't you? Like at least a two seed, if not a one seed, for Judd. Wow, he's I, earned I, that. I thought, I thought two or three. Four surprised me. I thought I'd be a two or three. I, I don't think I'm a one, and, and I don't think Mark Craig's a, a one. I Sid for sure. But you're playing. You're playing with a chip on your shoulder. If you feel like you're underseated, though, that's this true. might be a good thing for you. That's very true. That's very true. Uh, my I matchup is Underhill against Mayor. Should have had a committee. Like all due respect to him, and he 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 did he did a good job for one man. But I think I really think if you're going to put this bracket together and put it together properly. You should have a committee, and I might just be saying that to be annoying and to get into next year's bracket. Uh, I think uh, what you really mean is that he should have had a retractable roof over the bracket, yes, right? Is that absolutely. what you mean? <laughs> yes. I love it. Uh, I did like, I think was it you on Twitter that said you just put a retractable roof over the city? No, somebody said put it over the, uh, over. I think they said put it over the whole Midwest. And, I mean, Rami, is it retractable? Like, when I, if, can we when do Rami that? said, when Rami said this week that if he could find a way to put a retractable roof on Wrigley Field, and I walked out of the studio at that point, you're right. You should have been seated in this. I should have been. Would your Wrigley Field retractable roof be like uh, an ivy jungle just to keep the theme? That would be really cool. Like, like, that would like be really, really cool. That would be, that would Phil, be awesome. he actually said that. If you could find a way to put a retractable roof on Wrigley Field. Think about that. That's one of the most annoying things I've ever heard. You but should have been seen. It's takes like that 
you, you've got to fire away on takes like I'm that. Just you don't want to make the bracket so next I'm year. just infatuated with retractable roofs. When when the Bucks were like trying to get their building <sighs> oh, no. built, I was saying I was saying that the Bucks arena should have a retractable roof on it. Basketball oh, under the sun? That'd be great. Oh, oh my gosh. Weather permitting. <laughs> uh I, I wound up as oh. a two seed in this bracket. <laughs> And uh, my first round matchup is against Seth Kaplan from. So he's Seth. I, I went to Seth's wedding like eight or nine years ago. I can't even really trash talk Seth. I like Seth, but I will say, even though Seth is a behind the scenes producer and not even really in sports anymore, he's more of a news producer at Fox Nine. Mm-hmm. His Badgers takes on Twitter alone land him in this bracket as a 15 seed. Like, I believe Seth right. actually took a picture of himself jumping into a pool one time after the Badgers went to the championship game against Duke <laughs> in basketball. So that's Seth what puts will, him on this bracket. Seth will also make a sports point on on Twitter on like a Friday night and then just fight people for hours. Oh, he yeah. He so won. his Twitter persona definitely deserves a place in this. Absolutely. Um, so my path would be Arif Hassan and Chris Miller from oh, the Star Tribune. No in the offense second round. to those guys, but you got this. But the, I think the main matchup that people might want to see if it happens is the three seed in that same bracket, the uh, the Aaron Gleeman, Phil Mackey, baseball Ooh. statistics brawl. Oh, like him and this I will is... fight and chirp at each other on Twitter sometimes. So This is so juicy. That I mean, is that could get really intense right there. We that might could... have to get into the analytics of that <laughs> if, you, if, you do, if you do go head to head. Now, now I did see a tweet from uh, the guy that put this out today uh, saying that most of the people who are in these brackets and, and the people in our uh, side of the business are having fun with this, but he said the three people who aren't are Suhan, Royce, and Gleeman. He oh, said whoa. those those three have now, and I don't know if they blocked him on Twitter or what. I've not seen Patrick's response at all, but he basically said those three do not find this to be funny. Why? Maybe that's their way of campaigning to be more annoying. <laughs> Solid point. It's reverse okay. psychology. It's a roundabout way, okay. right? Uh-huh. Uh, there's there's some other really compelling matchups here. I really like the Mark Rosen Tom Pelissero first round. Ooh. That's a four thirteen oh, matchup man. there, you guys. Strong. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's annoying about Pelissero, though. I could see, like, if you're Rosen and you're on a microphone all the time and you're giving opinions yeah. on things and you're you're on TV in the Twin Cities, I mean, Pelissero is just, like, talking about the NFL every day. And he's breaking news, right? And giving stories. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I could have seen Tom easily being in this uh, contest about four or five years back. But you're right. Now, it's uh, he he basically reports. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what, what do Fair you point. what do you make of? I want to go through a couple more here. Oh, I'm yeah. just fascinated by this. Oh, I love here. this. This is great. <laughs> what do you make? Sorry, Rami. That's fine. <laughs> Next year, it's good to have things to shoot for. Exactly. You'll right. get to know all these people too. It'll be great. Uh, what do you make of our own Chris Long from Channel Five Eyewitness News as a seven seed against uh, one of our loyal listeners and noted Twins blogger Ted Schwarzler in the first? No, no offense to Ted, I was I was shocked by his inclusion at first, but I guess his Twitter because he does tweet a lot, so his Twitter persona got him there. So like sheer volume of tweets could put you in this bracket. And then the more I think about it, I think Ted wins because Ted tweets a lot and he's got hot takes and, and opinions. I mean, Long is Chris Long of all the people that we work with or around. When I consider annoying people. Chris Long's about as far from that yeah, I've never, as you can possibly yeah, get. Now, I mean, now, Phil has told stories on the golf course where Chris has a temper and will melt down, but I, I don't think there's ever been anything in the business where I've been like, oh my gosh, Chris Long just did that. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. Now, now, I will say this. This was done because of Chris Long. 
because oh, the bracket, the bracket, the bracket idea, I believe came from this two nights ago. Someone was doing a national media annoying bracket. All right. You know, Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith, blah, blah, blah. Oh, right. Okay. Chris Long jokingly tweets me and says, no Judd Zolgad. Just as a complete joke. The guy who did the bracket tweets me and says, hey, if I did a local one tomorrow, would you retweet it for me? And I said, hell yes, this is one greatest idea ever. So I believe that this all originated from Chris Long just trying to give me grief with a national bracket, which obviously I wouldn't have gotten near. Yeah. Wow. So, all right, well, it's it's probably unfair for... Because, Rami, I don't know if you know the landscape enough. You're welcome to make a prediction on who you think should or yeah, will I win th- this. I don't think it'd be a very educated prediction. Um, Phil going deep, though. I mostly just know you guys and, and a few of the guys from downstairs, like Chris at KSTP TV, but I, I don't think I can make an educated uh, guess on this. I'll sit this one out. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got to say... I would be really sad if Patrick Royce didn't make it to the final uh, championship matchup. I, I think just, he I, will, don't you? I think he makes it. And I'm looking on the other side here. I mean, do people think Sid is annoying? I don't know if people think Sid's annoying. A Sid well, Royce matchup would be amazing. Sid wins hands down twenty years ago. Oh, now, you know who you know who it is? I don't know. You know who might be sneaky here? And I and I really like this person, but I could see <laughs> I I could see how if you don't like him, you could push him out. So Eric Perkins is a six seed from Care Eleven. He's yeah. been around for a long time. Longevity yeah. is your friend because more people know you, thus more people think you're annoying. I could see I could see an Eric Perkins run here. I'm going to say Patrick wins it. I'm going to say Royce is the most annoying Twin Cities media member champion. So, so, Phil, what qualifies here? Because, like, Perk, okay, I guess you might not like his sports casts, I guess, but, like, he doesn't do anything actively. Like, Patrick... A noise on purpose. He trolls geniusly. So, like, are we talking about are we talking about Twitter persona and things that w- where you do troll people and now it's going to come back and you're going to be glorified for that, or just simply you're annoying because I don't like <laughs> I don't you? I don't know. We actually, you know what? We do it. We have a call or two that we should get to about this. There's there's some there's some snubs, some omissions on this there list. Were, there were some. Well, well, this guy said. Now, now here's the problem. Don't got, don't say a name because okay, never mind. Caller doesn't want to hang through. He's the caller no, said can't. he wanted Lapanta to be on the. Uh, well, that's yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So he's got uh, he's got Dick Bramer and Jim Pete on the list. Okay, but then but then he said I didn't want to have too many play by play guy or or commentators. But if you're gonna have uh, Dick and Jim Pete and Jim Pete, by the way, in my opinion, should not be on that list at all. You've got to have guys like Lapanta, right? That's that's a snub to Lapanta, I think. If you're going to put Dick Bramer on, you can't leave other play-by-play guys off. That's how I feel about this. Yeah. Um, well, this is this is beautiful, and I can't wait to see how it's this bracket beautiful. plays out. Oh, it is great, Robin. It's, it's a masterpiece. Red letter day. The Gopher win is nice. It's a good talker. This is beautiful. All right. Thank you, Jonathan. Mackie and Judd with Rami. We've got Judd down in Des Moines. Full post-game coverage and all of the stuff you guys have been doing all day long. From the Gophers win over Louisville, available on scorenorth.com. And a shout-out to uh, sometimes the the behind-the-scenes guys don't get enough credit. And Seth Auger is our social media brand manager, and he slayed it. It's it's funny to see, like, what pops and what doesn't. And Mm -hmm. Seth took a video of Gabe Kalsher shooting a three-pointer during the game. Just a smooth stroke, just canning one. And somehow Doug Gottlieb, with all of his followers... (laughs) 
caught yeah. wind of the Score North tweet and retweeted uh, just like praise of Gabe Kalsher and sent that tweet to the moon. So that was kind of kind of fun. Really? To see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Good. Yeah. So you get like you were down that the the Beyond the Score video you did after the game. You were like in the corridor where the players come out. Did yeah, you it just looks sneak like you were in there? the tunnel. Uh, no, it, it was right by. The, so there is a uh, media room sort of built. So it's not a permanent room, but it's sort of like roped off and cordoned off. And th- that's right by where we did the video. And we were about to go to the Patino press conference and we talked about it and said, well, let's shoot some quick here. And of course, I said, well, should we shoot it against the wall? And Seth's like, no, you moron. Let's shoot, shoot it against the court because it'll, <laughs> it'll look better. You idiot. And I don't really have the, I don't really have the creative eye that Seth does. So I'm like, okay, cool. That's fine. So, so we essentially just moved over a little bit and shot that. Now, now where where Rami will sympathize though is if you guys go to the uh, Score North Twitter account and see the pregame be on the score preview that I did. This is the problem with people that struggle to smile in photos and on film, right? <laughs> oh, and Rami, if you go. <laughs> Somebody looked at that today online, looked at me and said, you look like you're a mass killer. And I, said, I said, therein lies the problem. And if you go look, the person's not wrong. I do look like I might Is have just killed. Is this on the Score like- North account? Go to the Score North Twitter okay. account, but, right. but Seth has posted a ton of stuff, so you got to scroll down. I'm not talking about the one I did in my Peacoat post game. I'm talking about the pregame in just my Score North mm. uh, shirt. Okay, but if you go look at the still, so before you start it, and the look on my face looks like I've just been <laughs> convicted and sent away for 25 to life. And Rami can sympathize because he's got the same problem with trying oh. to look happy. Judd, today oh, really? today yeah. was headshot day. Oh, Judd, Judd, you do look oh a little bit stone-faced in that <laughs> I told photo. you guys. Don't, don't come back now and say, oh, my God, no, I'm oh telling you, God. I look like I might have killed people. Can we, yeah. put, can we put, like, some sort of emoji over Judd's face for, <laughs> for the thumbnail? <laughs> Uh, but it's like, you like know, sunglasses it's moment, emoji it's, or something. But it's that still, right? So it's that moment, and you can look like really, really stupid, or you can look really angry. And I look like I am very upset. I was, not? I was literally because it was headshot day for me today, for our I don't know promotional things that we put out there, mm-hmm. and uh, I was literally in the mirror this morning practicing a smile. <laughs> I kid, you, I kid you not. What? I kid you not. I was in the mirror this morning yep. practicing a smile. Did you nail it? No, it's terrible. I can't smile on command. It's but you impossible. smile all the time on the I show. Know. You laugh. Yeah, and, and that's that's the one tip somebody gave me that actually works, which is laugh. Laugh and then hold it. Just hold that smile that you smile when you laugh. So luckily today, uh, Derek and Manny... We're also getting their headshots, so they're off to the side while I'm doing mine. And I think Derek said something that made me chuckle. So I think they got a, on, good, a good one. A good one while I was laughing. One good shot. Derek said something funny? I, Do you recall what it was? I don't. It wasn't okay. that funny, I'm sure. But it was funny <laughs> funny enough to make me chuckle. And I think maybe, maybe get a good picture. Possibly. So is it is it smile anxiety? Is it, is it like, I, have you always had this? Um, I think I've always had it, but it o- I only realized it about a year, year and a half ago. I didn't know how much of a thing this was until I got to know was, Judd. I've got it. I yep. said the same thing today because I was talking about it with I think I think Ross. Yeah, I was talking about it with Ross in our in our host lounge over there, 
And he said he has the same problem. Judd said he has the same problem. I think Collar said he had the same problem. And I didn't realize this was even a thing for anybody but me until I started to talk about it. And now there's like a support group for this. People who can't I, smile I on feel command. Like, I feel like we need that Sarah McLaughlin mm-hmm. song, that, the song playing behind <laughs> us, right? Hello, friends. Do you suffer from smile anxiety? And the worst, the oh. worst advice, I've gotten some good advice about smiling on command. Um, namely the one that I just said, which is laugh and then hold that smile if you can. I saw Cindy Crawford. She was on Conan O'Brien and she's a supermodel. So Conan asked her for tips for smiling on command. And she said, um, show teeth. She said, push your tongue to the back, into the back of your teeth when you're smiling. I don't know what that does. Um, and she said, think of something or someone that genuinely makes you happy. I'm, trying, you to try envision, to smile. I'm trying to envision Judd pushing his tongue against the I'm back of his right teeth. As a- <laughs> I'm doing it right now, and but, it feels more forced than ever. But the, the worst advice I've ever gotten about smiling on command is smile with your eyes. That's oh, the, no. Because no. when I try to do that... I just look like a psycho. Like it's all Your eyes you pop see out. all of the whites Amen, of my eyes. <laughs> yep. And for some reason the teeth like there's more teeth in my smile when I do that. Like it it's don't even try that. And you look like Wisconsin man. <laughs> Not to be confused with Florida man. Because Wisconsin man actually does kill people. Okay. I found I found a website. Uh, well, this is from wikihow.com. Okay. How to have a perfect smile. Okay. 14. This is just going to get in my head, dude. But go ahead. I want to hear. I'm just going to read through these, okay? There's 14 different ways to have a perfect smile. Number one, boost your confidence. Oh, okay. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, th- thanks. I'm only almost 50 now. Uh, it's, it's too late. It's too late. Number two, find a mirror and relax. Kind of like what Rami did this morning. Find a mirror and practice relax. Oh, it was not relaxing. It was me going, oh, you have to smile on command today. You better figure this out. As part of this, it says, if you're tense, gently rub your cheeks and forehead. <laughs> Clench and relax your jaw a couple times. That doesn't oh, look wait. weird at all. Oh, yeah, rubbing my cheeks is working. I can feel it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number three, think of something happy. Cindy Crawford said the same thing. Judd, you ever try that? Do you ever try to think of uh, like the early 80s North Stars or something when you're told to smile on command i still force it though i could i i know what they're saying but that doesn't work for me how about uh, adjust your eyes try crinkling your eyes or squinting a little oh that this good. might already happen if you have a wide smile try widening your eyes a little and raising your eyebrows that sounds like the one that rami sounds like uh, a murderer in okay this sounds like a terrible idea okay uh, practice a formal smile uh make a friendly smile let's see what the other ones are Show off a giant smile. Open your mouth so your teeth aren't touching and give a giant wide smile. Raise your eyebrows. That, <laughs> Shut up. This is somebody This is somebody who's trying. This, this smile says I'm having a great time. This is a guy who's sabotaging yes, people. Yes, I have. Rami I'm having guilty a, on all counts. It says I'm having a great time and I have tater tots in my pockets. Do you want some? Like that's what it says. This comes back to what I told Rami yesterday. If you look, if you look at an album cover, inevitably there's a lot of people from the group who don't smile. Why do we have to smile? Yeah, but th- 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 there's also smile. there's also those weird soft rock album covers like Bread from the late '80s oh, and early '90s, where they're like shirtless and hugging each other too. Bread so. is from the '70s. Come on, man. Yeah. And did you did you see what I tweeted you direct today from from Wells Fargo 
arena where there was uh where they have basically all their concerts they print out some type of thing from every concert and the the person signs it did you see the tweet i sent you today i did i forget the band though it wasn't a band it was a it was one of your favorite artists was it michael mcdonald barry manilow Oh, Barry Manilow. Uh, Barry Manilow, I wouldn't put in the Michael McDonald category, but well, if no, you're asking no, me... But like, you still like Barry, right? Would I get a couple cocktails you're in me? You're a big Barry Manilow guy? I'm a big Yacht Rock guy. Okay? He loves Yacht Rock. So anything in the Yacht Rock, Soft Rock, late I'm not 70s, even sure what exactly constitutes Yacht Rock. Can you give me some examples other than Barry Manilow? you telling me you haven't gone into Phil's office during the day at some point and listened to the the, the music he has on in the office? A, Yacht Rock it, Radio? Yeah. It's a wide it's, I'm it's not a joking about that either. What? A what? It's there, a lifestyle, Rami. There's, really a, there's Yacht swap. Rock Radio? Yes. Oh, yeah. You know there's that? a whole channel on Sirius dedicated. Smooth sailing, even Glenn in the wintertime. Glenn Perkins time. and Mackie love it. Who else is Yacht Rock other than Barry Manilow? I'll like, give you just some of my personal favorite Jimmy Yacht Buffett Rock bands. Yacht Rock? No, Jimmy Buffett is more... Uh, I would say he's more like beach sort of country-ish. Okay. Oh, so rock. those are different. No, Yacht Rock is a lifestyle that involves loafers, no socks... Maybe some white linen pants and a nice stiff cocktail with a summer breeze blowing through your hair. Summer breeze. You didn't give me any other musicians. I asked for more musicians. <laughs> you didn't give me it's, any other musicians. It starts by understanding the lifestyle. You just okay? described a leisurely day in South Thank, Florida. Thanks, Charles Manson. We're, Keep going. We're talking about Kenny Loggins, Mike, non-Motown Michael McDonald, Ambrosia, maybe uh, a little Christopher Cross. Early 1980s. Sailing. Remind me to stay out of your office during the day, because <laughs> luckily I've never come across this. It's wrong with people. I'm going to carry a boombox around the hallways. You know what? Subject you to this. You should have been a one seed in the most annoying <laughs> media person. You, you should have been a one seed. It's legit Just for, for that. I told you that. He's a Who's legit a yacht rock guy? Man. I've never met a guy who, who identified himself as a yacht rock guy. That's not a thing. Do you want to read through my yacht rock playlist on uh, iTunes here? I, for entertainment purposes, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Here, I'll just give you my phone. You actually have a Yacht Rock playlist? Yeah. I got a question, Rami. Who is what this is this person? picture that was just tweeted about you? There's a picture that was tweeted? What is this? Oh, um, that was me wearing, my, not wearing, but it was just, uh, who tweeted that? Why would somebody tweet this that? This Casey. Oh, my girlfriend. Yeah. I was, uh, my girl, my, my niece got a princess dress for Christmas, and she... So this is real? This isn't a Photoshop? No, that's not oh. Photoshopped at all. Wow. She put it over okay. me to make it look as though what I was wearing in, it. What in the name? Are you seeing this, John? Good. Yes. <laughs> Hey guys, I gotta go. This isn't on my timeline. I gotta apply at the Am station I not here to this? see if I can just no, stay in the No, it's tweeted too with the Score North account. Oh. oh. Well, this just got wildly Why? uncomfortable. Why? Oh. Why was this tweeted? I didn't authorize this. <laughs> Rami, you're a little princess in this. It's very cute. <laughs> Seth, I'm just gonna retweet this? this from the station account. That's this is right Rami's everybody. girlfriend just tweeted this. Why did she tweet that? You might want to do something with that being our social media manager. I just... I just spent a lot of money to get her tickets to see D Wade's last game, and she's going to do that to me. <laughs> Seth, Seth just said amazing, and now he's turned around and started to do some work with this. I think to get this out on the site. <laughs> why? What? Why? Well, I guess you uh, took that headshot for no reason, because now this is the stage picture for you. <laughs> you know what? If you're looking for a fifteenth way to force a good smell. Why did you think about TCL TVs and the picture quality, the 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 four thousand plus streaming channels, the four hundred fifty thousand plus movies and TV show episodes? That's right. You just have to think about how great TCL TVs are 
and how they're usually lower priced compared to other worse TVs on the market. All right. It's been fun seeing all of you guys who've listened to Mackie and Judd with Rami or have listened to the old Mackie and Judd show. And you've heard us talking about TCL TVs for a long time. And we've seen the photos you've been sending us on Twitter and, uh, and the, of and me the, and a princess dress <laughs> that as well. And, uh, the, and the TCL TV setups in your living room. So keep them coming. We, uh, we appreciate that. And we love having TCL on board, especially on a day like today where we've got three different TCL TVs in the studio here. And at one time earlier this afternoon, we had three different March madness games, uh, going on here. So there's no better TV for March Madness than TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. We wrap with Royce and talk more Gophers Louisville. Gophers moving on in the NCAA tournament. Mackie and Jeb with Rami. It's Phil Mackie here from the all new Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. We've made it easier than ever to find our team centric Minnesota sports podcast. Wherever you subscribe to podcasts, just search Score North. That's S K O R, and you'll find Score North Vikings, for instance, which includes Purple Daily, Purple Podcast, and Vikings Ventline. Score North Wolves includes Raised by Wolves, Myron Medcalf on Hoops and more. Score North Twins includes Touch Em All, Royce on Baseball and more and so on. Just search Score North, S-K-O-R, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And Hurt with coffee from the Minneapolis area. Here is a three, Nick Prayer. Good patience there by Minnesota. Long three is town. Gabe Kelsher and here coffee. I still think you stay the course if you're Louisville, though. Kelsher, the reverse! Came down hard, maybe hurt, count the two. Mackie and Judd with Rami. We've got Judd down in Des Moines. He's been uh, back and forth post-game and over to the ESPN Des Moines studios. Thank you to them for, for hosting Judd. And Pat, officially, if we don't count the 90s seasons that we don't speak of, this is only the second time, which is ridiculous, by the way, but this is only the second time the Gophers have won an NCAA tournament game since 1990, if we want to forget about the Final Four run in 97. Uh, Well, wait. Tubby won one. You can't take that one over. No, that's it, though, right? The only other one? Tubby and Patino. The only other one? I think so. The only other one? Munson never... Yeah. Well, Monson never won one, no. He won one. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I'm not forgetting the 97 one since I was in attendance, so well, I, I don't know. But, yeah, they, uh, you know, when Coffee takes over, they're pretty good. Yeah, they underachieved all winter, but uh, they're playing their best basketball at the right time, that's for sure. And uh, we now Murphy's not hurt, right? He was limping along a little bit. He's Back spasms. Hurt. Back spasms. Oh, okay, back spasms. Okay. Yes. We, we can take care of those. Okay, give, a, give them a my doll and let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's that. But, yeah, uh, you know, it looked like they were going to get lucky, like the 1989 uh, Gophers Clem's first team that went to the tournament. They beat in a six-seed Kansas State. And then Siena beat Stanford, and they got to play Siena in the second round, so they went to the uh, Sweet 16. And, uh, of course, ran into Duke and got hammered. But, uh, it did, you know, the way Bradley was playing Michigan State there. But there's no reason for him to feel uh, they, like they can't beat uh, Michigan State after watching Michigan State today, right? They've got two guys hurt, and uh, they don't uh, look sharp at all. So, uh, you know, go out and make shots like you did uh, today, and what the heck. Kelser was, was great, too. He's the, the one guy, Pat, that when he gets going – Makes a huge difference because shoot. they've got nobody else that, that can shoot threes as consistently. But when he gets hot, he actually can start making threes. 
there was a point when McBrayer could uh, make him when he yeah. was a little younger, and then he had that stretch last year when he was, what, one for 26 or something like that, and he hasn't done it too well. But they have a very good starting five. It's uh, the fact they don't have any depth. Well, Hurts has played more minutes today than he's played in a month, right? I mean, in total. Hey Pat, zero zero shots from three guys off the bench, and your guy Jelly Roll didn't even get off the bench again. Well, uh, they obviously have uh, decided that he can't play and he can't be trusted. I, I, a lot of people think it's more defensively than than uh, even his turnovers and stuff, but uh, it's a uh, you know they. Uh, this Louisville team is, uh, I, 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 I've had a very nervous day because I have Florida State. So I have a final four of Florida State, Duke, North Carolina, and Virginia. I got four ACC teams and, uh, Florida State was in trouble there for a while today. So, uh, that's the mighty woohoo Vermont, right? So uh, that would have been bad. This is the most fun day of the tournament, though, the first two days when one of these lousy, uh, you know, when one of these miserable little teams from one of these bad conferences end up, ends up uh, uh, scaring the hell out of the big boys. Yeah, I think uh, Marquette is about to be upset. Or is that final? Have they already been upset? I got that upset? one. I got Murray State. I Did got you? Murray State. I also, <laughs> I also had Belmont, which should have won, and New Mexico State, which should have won. So, uh those are those were two, but uh, anyway, it's uh, it was a uh, it's a, a nice win for the boys, and this will give uh, what you call it, uh, Coyle, an excuse to give Patino two more years, don't you think? Well, so uh, where, where are you at right now with Patino, Pat? Uh, I think he's okay. You know, I don't. Uh, you know, I thought this season was about as bad a job as he's done, and now he's turning that around. Uh, but I thought they were uh, underachieving team. Uh, some just absolutely pathetic performances uh, at times when it looked like they might have something going. But, uh, you know, I guess uh, coaching is getting them to play the best at the end. I still think if they lose to Penn State, they might not make the tournament. So, uh, you know, I mean, th- this team, I don't feel with uh, – Coffee and uh, Murphy and, and the starting five they had, I don't feel that they should have been an under 500 team in the Big Ten. But uh, all you got to do is win a, you know, get to the tournament and win a game or two and everything is forbidden. Yeah, he's so. I, I think one of, one of my, uh, I, I, you know how I feel. I think he's, I don't think he's Mike Krzyzewski. I think he's good. And I think this program. Uh, we have to put it into perspective. You know, it's this. This isn't exactly uh, one of the top programs. So I, I've always said I want to know what's behind door number two before. And now that it sounds like Fred Hoiberg is going to Nebraska, and that would have been one of the guys that I would say, okay, well, if you're going to give me Fred well, Hoiberg, okay, like let's let's have the conversation. But that discussion has come to an end. You know, I, I wrote a column a month ago saying, okay, it was time. You know, and and they had a good finish, but I thought with uh, what were they six and nine, six and nine at one time. Something I thought like when they were six and nine, I thought they were six and nine. Uh, if they didn't make the tournament, he was gone, and he should be gone. I mean, it, their Big Ten record is still forty and seven since he since he came there, so it's hard to have a parade for him. But uh, you know, he certainly has done enough now with the way they finished the season and by beating uh, Louisville and winning a tournament game, and who the heck knows to uh, you know stick around and maybe get another year on his contract. I, I, I've not, I've never said fire him. I I said 
about five weeks ago, fire him if he doesn't make the tournament. I, I would have run him out if they didn't make the tournament because this team, in a Big Ten, as mediocre as it was after about the top four, that, uh, you know, they, they had better talent than, than quite a few teams in that league, in my opinion. Uh, real quick, uh, we've been randomly giving away Twins tickets on the show all week long to the opener for next Thursday, and we're going to be at Kieran's all day long from noon until 7 uh, on uh, opening day. And this is the time, 651-646-8255, where we randomly give away Twins tickets to whoever can first answer this trivia question. Who led the Twins last year in RBIs? Very simply. Matthew didn't ask that earlier, did he, Jonathan? We're no, good there? not okay. this one. We're good today. Who led the Twins last season <laughs> in RBIs? 651-646-8255. And by the way, I'll give you the answer down the line here, Jonathan. <laughs> is, he Hispanic, is, is he a Hispanic? Is he a Latin player? <laughs> you, you can't win the tickets, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not a sufficient answer. Hey, so Patrick... Actually, a citizen of the United States, I believe, uh, even though he is from the Caribbean. So, so Royce, who who's left to play for for the, the Wolves? I saw today they declared Teague's yeah. done, Derek's done, and Covington ain't coming back. So, who the uh, hell is going? They, I heard they signed Mark Batson to shoot threes down the stretch. We have obviously <laughs> uh, we have obviously entered the ping pong ball stretch uh, that we are declaring everyone out. The great thing about this, though, is it gives me a chance to continue to tweet occasionally the difference in winning percentages between tips and post-tips, right? Yep. It just drives people crazy because those are all the injuries he said. And I don't, I make no comment. I just put out <laughs> tips. And what the record is, says, coming to this, by the way. Covington, what an Iron Man he turned out to be, huh? My God, this, Tommy Her, Give him the Tommy Her award. And Phil, Phil, this is why Patrick is going to win. The, the, the most the most annoying uh, yes. Twin Cities media. <laughs> the troll, award. the expert trolling is going to put him sure. over the top. Okay, if if I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, there's a there's a one of our well, I don't know if he listens or not. If he does, he, <laughs> he he certainly hate listens if he does. But there's a 64 person bracket that uh, someone on Twitter put together. Pat, the 64 most annoying Twin Cities media members in four well, regions and seeds. 60, if they put 64 in, there's nobody left. No, no, there's some That's snubs. Yeah, I'll tell you who's That's left, Pat. <laughs> Me. I'm left. I'm not on the list. <laughs> oh, Pat, nobody even knows you're here yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. See, there I get your vote now for being the most annoying. Right? <laughs> no, I, I would never. Your vote. <laughs> yeah, well, you guys can't make fun of anybody's bracketing. My God. Hey, who ended up being the prettiest athlete? Jim Kleinsaucer. Okay, yeah. Well, he was, I can't argue with that. He was, he was gritty. I would have went with Jim Marshall or Mick Tinglehoff or somebody like that. But, uh. But Jim Klein saucer. Okay. Uh, yeah, and you guys are giving this twit pub, are you? That game oh boy, I almost used it. And instead of twit, I almost put another vowel. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been bad. Twit. The word is twit. twit some publicity. <laughs> Glad you picked the right vowel there. <laughs> 
I did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're a number one seed. You should be grateful. Well, I've devoted my life to it, for goodness sake. (laughs) Give them them the top seeds, Phil. Well, did Sid make the list? Oh, yeah. The the number one seeds are you, Sid. uh, Let me think here. Mark Craig actually made it as a number one seed. Mark Craig? Yeah. I know. Why is all wrong? How did he? What makes him annoying? He writes great stuff. And Jim Very Jim analog. Suhan also was a number one seed. Well, Suhan should be, but uh, I I think Sid, you know, that he he should be, but uh, and I should be, and uh, Sid, you know, Sid should just be ineligible because nobody knows what the hell he's talking about anymore. <laughs> but uh, how how can he be annoying when he can't understand it? But anyway. By the way, I did like the uh, I did like somebody tweeting I did like somebody tweeting yesterday about how the entire Twin Cities media bad mouth Sid and then we're on his ninety ninth birthday. Everybody sends him out birthday happy birthday wishes and then we go back to bad mouthing him again for three hundred and sixty four days. Did you get invited? I know you're out of town so you couldn't go, but did you get invited to the Sid lunch the other day? No, you know what I you know what I said? He don't come to my birthdays. I don't go to him. <laughs> Louis, Louis had a big thing, and, and in fact, it was so big that that even uh, like Vikings players were there. I believe I saw Kyle there. Patrick Rudolph went. Did he? Did he? Okay, okay. Well, That's why we can't come. Uh, yeah, I know there was there were several of them though, right? There was one on the birthday, and then there was yeah. another one. No, I didn't. I didn't get invited. If I did, I. I, uh, wow. I I didn't I didn't see it, but uh, yeah, PJ Fleck I, was uh, I, I, was there too. <laughs> yeah. That would have been fun. He and I could have sat next to each other. Uh, we have a what we have a, a blowout here. Murray State is up by 19 points with a minute to go on Ooh. five seed Marquette. So wow. goodbye Marquette. Marquette really played poorly down the stretch. They uh, they were what with a month ago or about three weeks ago they had that that conference lack well wrapped up and then they just went in the tank. So. That's a Duke guy there way, now, right? Uh, Coaching him? Wojciechowski? Wojciechowski, yeah. is he the coach there? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And they had a good year, and all of a sudden they just went in the tank. Uh, but Murray State's pretty good. Uh, they, I, I went with two dang many mint majors because I, I, I had the right ones, but two of them didn't win. You know, two of them came closer, but they didn't win, so... Well, Pat, we will. We gotta. We gotta run because we have twenty seconds left. But we'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll be at Allianz Field tomorrow, so we'll let you know how it is. All right, Allianz Field. Does the soccer start tomorrow? No, they, they open. No, they open the brew house tomorrow. Oh my goodness! Okay. All right. All right. See you, Pat. Drink, drink, okay. hearty. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have to tell me more than once on a Friday. <laughs> Boy, Pat was in full form there. That was awesome. he. He wants it. He wants to win bad. Yeah, but he's not going to say that. No, I know, but you can tell. He's because he's trying to insult people now more and more. And so Robbie, he does win. The training for you begins right now. I'm just to make that bracket. every day. Target needs to have a retractable roof. And then once football season gets started, I'm just going to ramp up the Bears rhetoric. See you guys. Go, tomorrow. Rami. Dog ad. Um, I'll talk to you later. Bye.